Hey guys, David here and welcome to the Fit Pro Daily. If you're brand new to the channel, don't forget to click that big red subscribe button below. So it's another week and things are going a bit crazy now. It seems like all the restrictions just seem to be completely disappearing. In Wales, we're kind of still in the mini lockdown. I think we can meet up to one-to-one -to -one and do maybe one-to-ones outside, where England, I think they can meet up to six people and around the world, it's consistently changing day by day. So if you're not really sure what you can do, my advice would be go and check your local government websites, see what they're saying and go from there. Anyway, as it's Monday, we have another massive interview for you. And this interview is going to be great for people who are maybe starting out in commercial gyms or people who are in commercial gyms at the minute and they've just had enough and they want to leave. So if you're getting started in a commercial gym, not only is this interview going to help you really get started and make the most and thrive in a commercial gym, towards the end we start talking about how to be able to transition out of a commercial gym to be able to go on your own way. Anyway, that's enough of me talking. Let's dive straight into today's interview with Alex. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to this week's special guest interview. Today, we have Alex. Now, I've known Alex, again, it feels like every person I bring on here, I've known them for such a long time, but I've, I have actually known Alex I don't know, three or four years now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say about that, yeah. About two or three years ago, I came down to Bournemouth and actually built a membership site with uh -huh. you one whole day. And that's that feels like that was a long time yeah. ago as well. Glorious day that was as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's great to see almost everyone we brought on. I've kind of seen their journey firsthand. So I kind of knew where Alex was all that time ago when she first started out and where she is now is completely different place. So enough of me talking let's dive straight in so tell us a little bit more about yourself and maybe how you got started in the industry mm -hmm. okay so about I think I've been in the industry for I'd say about nine to ten years now and I started off I've always gone to the gym so always had an interest in it um but my main background is from coaching so teaching PE lessons after school clubs to, to kids at school and I wanted to go into the you know go into the more PT side of it having always enjoyed going into the gym etc um so I got my qualification and it was almost a hobby just to begin with to be honest it was, you know, going in, you know, getting friends, doing PT sessions in back gardens, etc. Do you know what I mean? And it was only going to be a little bit of extra pocket money, so to speak, right? There was no business behind it. It was a couple of extra hours a week. It's something I enjoyed. And then, um, you know, as I kind of picked up a little bit of a love for it, I was getting people results, etc. That's when I started working at my local Pure Gym. So I was there for over four years. Um, and then two years ago in May, I actually uh, left there and transitioned to start out on my own. So, you know, spent the time kind of going through what models work best, you know, ideal clients, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, so that was about, that was around two years ago. And as you say, since, since, you know, last summer, I would say is when we really, really got, you know, the bulk of our business started. And obviously then we've been kind of consistent with that you know for the last year so yeah that's kind of how it started all those years back when I know today's topic is actually talking more about how to move away from a commercial gym uh -huh. and doing it by yourself for the for the newer people who were just in your situation like you said all those years ago mm -hmm. let's start right at the start so before they've even got fed up working in the commercial gym <laughs> tell yeah. me how easy or what it's like being able to actually get started in the commercial gym 
to be honest in in the commercial gym it's quite easy to get in terms of obviously getting the job it's quite easy i mean you guys probably would have seen the pt qualifications where you're guaranteed a job at the end of it do you know what i mean so obviously you're you're, you're stepping foot in the gyms the pure gyms the anytime fitness etc etc in terms of getting started business wise doing that it's quite daunting um you know it's a case of finding your feet I made so many mistakes for the first two to three years. It was only after then that I started to look into more of the online help. So it was, do you know what I mean? The courses, et cetera, and more how to build a business, not just being a PT, you know? So, you know, and the one biggest thing that you absolutely have to do, which I learned three years down the line, which I wish I knew when I first started, is knowing who my client was knowing who my ideal client was because it was the biggest you know mistake because you always kind of feel like you're turning wheels and not really getting anywhere you just want to pick up a client you know we've all been in those positions where you've got bills to pay and it's just like fuck it, i'll just take anybody on board you know what i mean and and it's hard it is really really hard graph so you know the one thing you kind of write back in the beginning is just kind of knowing who you're going to work with, you know, what problem do you solve, et cetera. And then you'll start to find actually when you start training those people on the gym floor, those sorts of clients will then just come to you as opposed to you cold pitching, you know, giving away free PT sessions, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, that's something that I wish I knew right back in the beginning um, is obviously in terms of the client, the, you know, the ideal client stuff. Let's stick with that then. I've been writing loads of questions, on, but let's stick with the ideal client. Yeah. Again, for the people who are brand new to the industry, like you say, they're just aunties or friends of other people and this type of stuff. What is what is ideal client? Tell the people what a little bit more of, of the ideal client is. So, so it's the, it's the person, the one person that you know what problem they have do you know what i mean you know what they're struggling with and you know that solution for it your program your service whatever it is is that solution right so it's really getting hands on to it and as i say it was a difficult thing especially when you're first in the industry because you just want to pick up clients it's the excitement of earning 20 25 30 pound an hour doing a pt session do you know what i mean it's the excitement of that so you'll literally just take anybody on that's where i think there needs to be a transition from a hobby side of PT to a business side of PT. I mean, I'll speak to PTs, you know, and, you know, just in conversation, like guys I would have worked with at Pure Gym or whatever. And we, and we kind of say, you could be the best PT in the world, but you've got to have some sort of business know-how behind you, right? And one of the biggest things is that ideal client. So knowing exactly who you help, you know, exactly what their problem is, you know, not just the generic weight loss and tone up, which every female asks for, or the generic, I want to, you know, max out my deadlift or whatever it might be that way, you know, really, really nailing down who it is. So it's a no brainer for them to sign up to you because you, they know that you have the solution for them. So that's a good one. So you we talk about specific clients, then you said making it more of a business rather than just a hobby. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing people who are still not sure, they probably start when the gym opens and leave when the gym closes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is that how you started out? Then you moved into specific working hours for yourself? Uh, yeah, so so I always did hours at Pure Gym. Like I know obviously for most gyms, you have the, you have the choice of doing hours or you can pay rent. So I always did hours. Um, mainly because it meant you had to be there. Do you know what I mean? You were you're physically on the gym floor. Uh, secondly, I did it um, because I enjoyed doing the class aspect of it. So when you do the hours, you taught classes and I loved doing it. It was a great way to get in front of 20, 30 people for 45 minutes. It was a great way to build up rapport. 
So from that side of it, obviously, you know, I, I always stuck with the hours. And then outside of that, I kind of, after a few years of getting getting into it, I then made my own working hours. Um, I'm, I'm much more of an early bird than I am working in the evening. I can stand working in the evening. I had one shift, which is in the evening, but it was Monday night. So it was quite good because that was like the busiest night. So that's fine. And I was like on classes. Um, but yeah, so, so outside of that, I, I chose my own working hours. You know, after a few years being at Pure Gym, I kind of moved into more of a group setting. So mm. it was like, you know, classes at that time, class at that time, you know, and those sessions worked around me basically, which was quite nice. And it was having the confidence to do that. Do you know what I mean? Right at the beginning, like I say, you didn't. If one client said, can you train at half five in the morning? You said yes, because you want, because you needed that client, right? You needed that 30 pound. Whereas when you get a bit more confident and a bit into the business side of it, you're kind of like, no, these are my working hours. I can help you. And then it's obviously up to them if they're going to, if they're going to take it, you know? Perfect. So you were doing classes instead of paying rent mm-hmm. uh, to be able to use the premises. Yeah. Was that a great way of finding clients or how, how does a typical commercial gym PT find clients in a commercial gym? Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I always wanted, I always wanted to do it. Like I say, cause I, I love doing the classes. So you were in front of those people. Then, you know, after a while you'd start to get regulars, so to speak. Do you know what I mean? They'd always come to your spin class or your pump class, etc. Um, you know, the whole rent didn't really uh, appeal to me, like simply because you didn't have to be there. Do you know what I mean? You, you didn't have, you only in there for your clients. And then to be honest, if you couldn't be asked and you just left, do you know what I mean? But that, you, you knew you were never going to actually build up a client base that way. Um, you know, so obviously doing the hours, it means, you know, you're on the gym floor, even if, even if you're cleaning, you're on the gym floor. Do you know what I mean? You're the person someone will go to. You can start conversations. You know, it was an easy 15 hours to be there, you know, and then obviously you can, you can kind of, you know, do your clients and your business hours or whatever you wanted around that. So how, if you said you had your regulars do the class, how did you then convince them that they should maybe stop doing some of the classes and actually take a couple of one-to-one PT sessions with you then? Yeah, so so a couple of things that we did, I've got to be honest, I'm not sure if you're allowed to, allowed to do it now. So a couple of ways we did it. So obviously just having a conversation with them. Do you know what I mean? I'd always make sure I got to the class early and have a conversation with them. Um, you know, when I start when I started to learn about kind of the all online side of things, I was giving away like a lead magnet. So I made a lead magnet and I'd kind of, you know, get into a conversation, offer it to them. It was just a way to kind of build up the no like and trust, which obviously I know you speak about quite a lot, you know, and just making sure that you were at the forefront of their mind every single time. Yeah. And it wasn't a case of, you know, when, when I kind of had conversation with them, it wasn't a case of, do you want a free PT session? Cause the guys we work with a free PT session, wasn't going to take them any further along in their journey. To be honest, a lot of the guys that we work with, they don't need a gym membership. Do you know what I mean? It's the other side of the things they need, the support, the accountability, nutrition, et cetera. Um, so we'd always kind of do like an hour consultation, if that's what you want to call with it. But again, building up the rapport, building up the no like trust. So even if for whatever reason they didn't buy into your service, then again, you were always at the forefront, forefront of their mind. Because it's, it's super interesting for me because I've obviously only ever worked from somebody else's studio yeah. my studio I've never I've, I've always been interested to see what it would be like to work in a commercial gym uh-huh. you know, starting conversations is obviously the key to anything if you 100%. want to find a, a new partner or you want to get on with a new football team or whatever you want to do you have to start conversations to get in with somebody yeah but then anybody going to a gym is obviously already fit 
and healthy or they're kind of doing it. Were you allowed to find the people or go into the database of the people who were paying but weren't enough, such as the sleeper members? Uh, yeah, so we, we did have a thing where anyone who signed up, um, the, the managers at the gym could like basically dish out the email addresses and the phone numbers to people. Do you know what I mean? Not, and it was usually the people as well, because obviously being at Pure Gym, a couple of the other gyms are the same. Like they would sign up and never get an induction. Do you know what I mean? Because they could just join up online, not like some gyms where you have to, have to go there and someone yeah, has to yeah, walk yeah. you around. So they join up online and you, you wouldn't even know they when you're not. So um, the managers kind of went through a thing where they give out phone numbers and you could text them, et cetera. You know, it was, it was kind of like cold texting. It felt. And, and the thing is as well is obviously when you first started, that was great. Do you know what I mean? It was like all these text messages and numbers that I could call, but then actually 99% of them weren't the ideal client that you, that you could or wanted to work with. Um, it always felt a little bit sleazy, to be honest. So I think I definitely played the long game in terms of building up the client base, but then it was clients that... I knew I, 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 you know, I liked and I knew I could help. Okay. So let's talk about commercial gym prices. How much could, uh, could somebody charge to do one-to-one -one person trainers from a commercial gym? Is it kind of the same 30 to 40 pound an hour or do you have to cheapen it or something? Yeah. Yeah. No, that was, I mean, we, we got told, so when I first started, we got told that the absolute minimum you could charge was 25 pound an hour. Yeah. Like, so nobody was undercutting anyone um this is kind of where it was a little bit different because again a few years in i then was building a service i wasn't building an hourly rate so yeah. that's when it was a little bit a little bit difficult because it, it was different to all the other pts so it was hard in terms of gaining clients because they're like yeah but i just want to pay 20 pound for a pt session do you know what i mean whereas you're trying to be like actually you need xyz for a result yeah, yeah. You know what i mean and then and then obviously the other pts are like well why would you do that because we're charging like you know 200 pounds for 10 sessions or something like that so uh, but yeah that's usually you know 25 pound was the minimum we could charge and then it depends on how many you know a lot of people did deals in terms of how many if someone had three sessions a week it might work out at 20 pound an hour or whatever it was okay. but yeah so your business is going well maybe you've got five or six clients in the gym you've got a little facebook page going you're posting quite a lot mm -hmm. if somebody that's not a gym member reached out to you to, to get one-to-one -one sessions or join your program, would you then have to pay the Pure Gym membership for them? Or would you say you sign up to the Pure Gym membership and then you pay me a separate fee to do the program? Yeah, I mean, it was good because I'd been there for quite a long time. You could kind of, I don't want to get anyone in trouble here, but you could kind of speak to the managers. And you know what I mean? If it was just like once a week, then the, that person could come in. Um, yeah, but nine, but nine times out of 10, they, they would need a pure gym membership to do it. Um, but yeah, you, you kept, if you, did, or if you did hours or rent, you always kept 100% of what you made on the gym floor. Okay. So would you build their their entry to the gym into your membership or would you yeah. say? Yeah, you, that's it. So you didn't kind of want to be like, actually, this is the price, but then actually you need to be a pure gym member. So that's an extra that, do you know what I mean? We would kind yeah, of work yeah. it in. So that's the monthly cost and that, do you know what I mean? Rather than, and you need this, and you need this, and you need that. So let's get on to what we were actually meant to talk about then. Your pure gym experience is going well. You've actually created a program rather than just a week by week session type of thing. How did you know when the right time to leave was? It, it, to be honest, it just got a little bit samey. I just thought to myself, I could be here for the next three years and it would literally just go by like that. 
Do you know what I mean? And it, and and I've been thinking about it for a while. Do you know what I mean? I, as I said, Joe, I hated working evenings, so I, I didn't really want to do my Monday shift anymore. And I kind of got to the point, especially after the last year to 18 months of kind of obviously still working at Pure Gym, still building up the business there. But obviously following a lot of courses online, et cetera, on more of the business side rather than the PT side. And I was like, actually, you know what, like this could build and outside of Pure Gym. So I didn't need to give away my 15 hours to do it. Um, and, and, and it was a case of building up confidence and being like, actually, you know what, like, you know, again, because you built up your ideal client and you had people working with you you got to the point where they would kind of go wherever you went because they knew that you were the solution to their problem. Um, so that's what kind of made it easy. And I was just like, and, and it got into summer as well. I was like, <laughs> I want my Monday night. <laughs> so what, what did you do then? Did you find a location or what? Yes. Yeah, what? So, so what we did, obviously, obviously living down in Bournemouth, um, we did a lot of our sessions outside. So we could just do them down at the beach, which is beautiful. Um, then we had a couple of sessions that we do in just a private gym. Do you know what I mean? We pay like five pounds for the session, which was nothing. It was only a small little boxing gym. Um, yeah, and that's when we started to dabble in a little bit of the um, a bit of the online side of things as well. Okay. So, what is it you actually do now? Then, what you've obviously you don't do the one to one or anything at Pure Gym. What is it you actually do now for people that are kind yeah. of listening? Yeah. So, obviously, now we run a uh, weight, uh, ladies, ladies only weight loss academy down where we are. Um, I have over the last two years since leaving pure gym i've tried many different methods so to speak do you know what i mean one-to-one group training just online you know just face to face etc so now i think for me and for them we found a real sweet spot so now what we do is we have the online side of our coaching but then we also run group sessions through the week so we run five group sessions through the week that the ladies can come to which is nice because it builds up that community aspect, which is always something I wanted within my clients. Um, you know, we did the whole one-to-one side of things and it was, it, it, again, it, I sound like I get bored quite easily, but again, it just got very, very samey. It was, you know, just checking in every single week and none of the ladies knew each other. So in terms of socials and stuff, it's not really something we could do. So it's a case of actually, how can we bring this together to really create that kind of community? Um, yeah, so that's what we do now. So obviously, you know, they have they have their weekly or monthly check-ins depending on what memberships um, level they are on. We do five group sessions a week, which they can come to. Obviously, now it's online with everything that's happened. Um, but yeah, but in terms of me and what I do, it's a great sweet spot because I love doing the classes. So I get to see them face-to-face interaction, but then we still keep them accountable and supportive through the Facebook group, through the membership site, you know, through through our check-ins and things like that. This is quite interesting to what you're saying now, because a lot of people listening to this is going to be slightly confused. So let's take <laughs> my example, my, my gym for the perfect example. We run 53 sessions a week. Yep. If I was going to do it, it would probably be half of that. So if I was still coaching, it'd be like 27 sessions a week. Yep. But you're saying you only do five sessions a week. And I know you charge a pretty decent price as well. How yep. do clients get to grips with maybe being able to only able to turn up to one session depending on the times and stuff like that yeah so so i mean our philosophy so to speak our philosophy and and especially with the guys that we work with is is in order to get the result we don't always need a gym membership so i've got to be honest a lot of the ladies come to the session for the social side of it 
do you know what I mean? that that's what they come obviously it's a great workout as well do you know what i mean but they come for the social side of it so we've got ladies in the academy that have never ever been to a session it just doesn't fit in logistically wise do you know what i mean but they do do you know what i mean like with step target etc etc do you know what i mean we might give them so we have a lot of home workouts and our membership site as well that we might give them um but yeah just kind of where we're at at the moment it's it's the perfect number for us that's quite interesting. So I go on and tell us, tell us to the people that are kind of listening, mm-hmm. because it really does sound like there is minimal workouts with you. What is what is it you actually offer them then that gets all these people such great results? So everything we do, same as every other person watching this, is personalized. Everything we do is personalized. See what who we work with, the number one thing that they're missing and they need is support and accountability. That's the number one thing we do. So we're in daily contact with them. We're posting things in the Facebook group. We always have accountability posts in the Facebook group. Everyone who's set up is on their own Google Drive and they all have their weekly accountability sheets. So it's asking for their calories. It's asking for their steps. It's asking for their three biggest wins of the day as well. You know, so it's getting them to think outside of the numbers on the scale, outside of inches, et cetera, et cetera. You know, we're kind of looking at it as a whole lifestyle thing. So, you know, positivity, motivation, et cetera. So that's, that's what we do in terms of keeping them accountable. Obviously you have the Facebook group and then depending on what membership level they're on, they'll have a personalized uh, check-in. So whether that's weekly or monthly, and that's where we jump onto their Google drive, et cetera. You know, we go through, we make changes to their plans and that's how we get the result. I think, you know, a lot of people sometimes massively overcomplicate it. They think someone needs more workouts or they think they need to drop their calories or maybe they should be cutting out carbs. Not saying any PT would do that. Well, there might be some, but you get what I mean. Do you know what I mean? And we massively overcomplicate it when actually majority of things people need is not another gym membership or an extra spin class added into their week. They need some accountability. They need someone to say, what did you do today? Do you know what I mean? Did you hit your steps? Did you do your workout? What calories did you hit? And actually, when they get consistent with that and build up habits, that's when they get to see the results and they and they make it into their day to day life. So I'm guessing when lockdown came, it didn't really change your business almost at all. No, 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 no. Literally, I remember on the Friday when they announced that the gyms were shutting. I mean, we, we do our sessions at a private gym anyway. So. Not that I thought we could just continue, but it's not like a big commercial gym where that was it. The doors are shut. And nobody's coming in. Obviously, with a with a private gym, you know, you, you can monitor the cleanliness. You can monitor the members coming in and every, you know, all the time. So we thought that maybe we could maybe go on for a little bit longer. But obviously that's shut. And literally that happened on the Friday. And on the Saturday, I just went um, live in our Facebook group and I said, right, this is what we're doing. Do you know what I mean? But because they're there for a service, it, it wasn't a massive transition. Granted, we had some that were a bit like, oh, I'm not sure about doing workouts over Zoom. You know, I don't know if I really want to do that. But then we've had messages saying, actually, you know, that was really good. Like, I really enjoy it. And again, it was like, it was offering structure. Okay, so lockdown changed for a lot of people, and they were. I spent a lot of our a lot of our guys have got kids as well, so they turned into like homeschool teachers over the weekend. So having structure, having routine, having a social connection, which is what they we give them or have given them for the last eight nine weeks, is something that they craved. And I think again, without kind of harping on about it, when you know your ideal client, you know that that's actually what they're going to need during this time. So mm. it was an easy transition to kind of make. Yeah, it's it, it's quite interesting to listen to how you're talking about this stuff. It you really have to know your target audience. Mm. The more you know them, the less time time for money situation. You're not giving up this amount of time for 20 pound an hour. 
you can actually change the way you price so you don't have to give up so much time you can still charge what you want to charge and not yeah. have to give up so much time yeah but you, you you and at the end of the day you'll get them a better result you know what i mean and like i say that that's because we know our ideal client we know that actually especially when we when i was in pure gym and you like okay not all of them 60 70 percent of them they didn't need that gym membership do you know what I mean? They were coming in there feeling anxious. You know, it almost turned into a bit of a running joke. I'd say to them, oh, you know, like jokingly, oh, I haven't seen you for a while. Oh, no, I don't like coming to the gym. Yeah. So, so from my point of view, it's like, well, why have we got gym membership here? And then actually they can open, you can open their eyes into thinking, actually, we could do this, this and this. Things you actually enjoy, not massive lifestyle shifts. And we can get the result that you've tried to get from doing three spin classes a week and not really got anywhere. But as I say, again, it always comes back to, it always comes back to your ideal client. So you were talking just before we start opening the, up to questions in the portal mm. about social and the community. You've mentioned it, I don't know, like 10 times <laughs> to a conversation already. What, what is social and community? How does this make such a big difference to what you offer? It's, it's obviously from, from, from their point of view, it's ladies that are in the exact same boat. Granted, they're all on their own individual journey, but it's ladies in the exact same boat. So they can relate to each other. And I think that is super, super important when you've got ladies in there. Do you know what I mean? They meet up and they'll go for a gym session together. You know what I mean? They never even knew each other before they came to, before they came into the academy. Obviously, you can't do gyms at the moment, but you know what I mean? You know, going out for walks, et cetera, together. And it's just, you know, they've all got kids at home. Do you know what I mean? At the moment, they're all homeschooling. You know, they all want to eat Chinese and drink wine on a Friday night. They all have shit days at work. Do you know what I mean? Not saying that it's just them that has it, but it makes it relatable. Do you know what I mean? It, may, it makes it relatable. So for them, it's about being part of something. You know, we, we've got guys in the academy that have been there, you know, I, technically the academy started about a year ago. So, you know, we've had guys in there since the beginning. Yeah. And they're not necessarily getting, you know, the weight's not going down every single week, but they're there because they're a part of something and they want to continue to be a part of that, you know, and, and, that, and that's a big, big thing. This is what so many people miss out on. Yeah belonging to something is like the biggest thing ever for us since we opened yeah. we've got some we've got i don't know say at least 20 percent of our membership are people who literally joined within the first two or three months of opening yeah because they feel like they belong yeah. any changes they're excited about because it's part of what they do so exactly. social and community is, is so 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 big yeah, hundred percent. And this is it. Like, you know, even just doing social things, you know what I mean? Like over Christmas, like we went and played, like, um, we've got this crazy golf thing down in Bournemouth. So we went to them, went out for drinks and stuff. Do you know what I mean? But because they're all, again, because they're all the same type of client from my perspective, which means they're all the same type of lady from their perspective, they get on like a house on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that, that's they, how- They can laugh and joke about the same things because they're going yeah. through the same thing, yeah kids are so stupid the or people who are listening or watching to watching this who may be stuck in a commercial gym mm. do you do you offer any advice or anything on that side of the thing that people could reach out to and ask you questions on <clears throat> yeah i mean i would just say going back to it at the beginning it's kind of offering a service not uh, a pay-by-play in terms of per hour um you know it's again it comes down to people's people's individual but even if you're working with someone 
I don't know, that the, the wants to get a PB in something. There's things you could be doing outside of the gym to offer a service. Do you know what I mean? Not just the 6 till 7 p.m. on a Tuesday night. There's other things you can be doing, and especially from a weight loss point of view as well. So it's building up a service. So especially with what happened in terms of the gym shutting, you know, you're not going to not saying that that's ever going to happen again, but you're not going to have a big difference in what you're doing because the people are invested in the fact of actually, I'm not just with you for an hour. I'm with you, you know, every single day because you're supporting me through my journey. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing is obviously knowing who you're going to work with and how can you package that in, in some type of service. So actually that one hour or two hours they see you a week is only 10% of what you offer them everything else you know is on top of that so it's actually like first of all they get really good results and secondly it's something that then you can shout about and then it gives you stepping stones in order to kind of build it up perfect cheers alex let's dive into questions now from the poor soul so what an interview that was with alex don't forget every single monday we have a brand new guest speaker coming on so make sure you do tune in every monday but it was really interesting to see how Alex was talking about the difference between actually doing sessions and creating a package, creating something more than just sessions for her clients, okay? really talking about creating the whole system, more of a community, more of a family type of being, so people really feel connected and they don't want to miss out and leave. So if you're in a commercial gym or you're just getting started in a commercial gym or even anybody really who's really struggling with what type of package to put together, this was a perfect interview for you to listen to. If you would like to come on and maybe share your story about how you're succeeding, or maybe you can help fellow fit pros, then definitely let me know in the comments and let's get you involved. This week, we've got a load of amazing content coming your way. So if you're new to the channel or you haven't already subscribed, make sure you do subscribe. I'll speak to you all tomorrow. Cheers.